Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Restore Yourself podcast. I am your host, Bo with the Flow. If you found this podcast online, you'll probably see that online I still go as Timothy Waterman. That is my birth name. However, I am acclimating more and more over to uh, my nickname of Bo. And to make it even more fun, I've been making it Bo with the Flow. <laughs> so it's something I'm playing around with, having fun with, because hey, I may make a long term change. So uh, Bo is what I go by in casual conversation and in recordings like this. So now you know more about that. <laughs> Again, if you're new to the podcast or you don't know much about me, you can find all of my details, my relevant details and links in the show notes below uh, the details for my guest today. I have a wonderful guest by the name of C. Jill Hofer. Can't wait to tell you more about that. But back to the show notes for a moment. <laughs> In the show notes, you'll find a brief description of this episode. Below that, you'll find the bio and the relevant links for my feature guest, C. Jill Hofer. And then below that, you will find all of my relevant details and links. Again, if you're new to me or new to the podcast. Either way, if you're new or if you're a returning listener or viewer, I'm so thankful to have you here. <laughs> Again, I'm speaking to my dear friend, Jill, today. And I just have to tell you that I adore this human being. <laughs> I absolutely adore this human being. Just the energy that I feel from her presence, from her field, every time I connect with her on video for sure, but also in a voice memo, a text message, an email. She is just fun. She's uplifting. She's kind, compassionate, thoughtful. And again, I'll go back to fun and playful because she absolutely cracks me up with her in the moment improv in everyday life. <laughs> she is a multipreneur and she will tell you as in, you know, she has multiple <laughs> endeavors she's engaged in. And she'll tell you more about what those three endeavors are in the conversation that you're going to watch here, watch or listen to in a few moments here. The venture that you'll see that she focuses on in her bio is actually a nice world, which is a really amazing jewelry line. Uh, I've seen a lot of the designs and <laughs> you can tell a lot of thought and intentionality goes into them. You'll see Jill share much more about that, again, in the conversation you're about to take in, but you can also find uh, the details in her bio. Speaking of the bio, I'm going to go ahead and read you the bio that I have for C. Jill Hofer, or my friend Jill, right now. And this is in Jill's own words, so here we go. A nice world is my outlet for service, creativity, and giving back to make the world an even nicer place. In the late 1990s, I created the site as an online shop showcasing my philanthropic jewelry. It's an uplifting playground and a way to infuse my life with even more meaning and connection. I receive creative inspiration, hand sculpt the jewelry, and have it professionally cast and sterling silver and gold. A nice world is nice <laughs> because every purchase shares the love by donating 33 to 100% to an amazing cause or causes. This uplifts the wearer and that uplifts me. <laughs> Again, this is in Jill's own words. Inspired by life, nature, and the law of attraction, the designs flow through me 
Jill. <laughs> and from there, the jewelry finds its way to organizations for fundraising and to the hands of people who treasure the pieces as positive focus objects, helping them integrate their intentions into daily life. That, to me, Jill, <laughs> is the ultimate service to uplift while being uplifted. Win, win, win. <laughs> so there is that. You can probably already feel Jill's energy, uh, even in the way she wrote her bio. So more of that to come. And I'm really excited for you. If you've never taken in Jill before, uh, her full name is C. Jill Hofer. If you've never taken her in before, I'm excited because <laughs> I just love all my interactions with this human being. So having said that, uh, that is all I really have to cover for the intro. So let's go ahead and roll into the conversation. All right. Well, I am so excited to be here. I mean, like, can you see this face, the smiley face, like the twinkling eyes? Like, I mean, even in, so I'm here with, you know, Jill Hofer and uh, it's like just being in communication with Jill in general, like whether it's a, you know, whether it's like a messenger message or a voice note, whatever, like her energy is just so pleasant. And uh, I haven't said this to you as of yet, but I just feel like you're, I feel like you're a role model for just like gracefully moving through life. At least that's what I get from you. <laughs> like, I'll take it. Yeah, just, I just get gracious every time I interact with you and it's like it just really um influences me in a way where it's like yeah like it really i mean i see what a difference it makes to me like on the receiving end so it like makes me want to like be curious about my life like ooh, can i up the can i up the gracious factors <laughs> oh nice so uh all that to say welcome i'm so glad to have you here and um yeah, feel free to tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, any of the contributions you make to the world, just so those that are new to you um, have some context. Wow, thank you so much. Well, I think we probably both know that what you get is a big part of reflection of yourself and a whole big part of what you're attracting to yourself. So you can take a ton of credit for bringing out the best in me when we interact. And I appreciate that too, for sure. Um, <clears throat> it's funny that you say gracious because it's such a nice word that goes kind of in the flow with what I really do try to align with and integrate in what I do and in my, you know, the, the integration of the spirituality and the spiritual component with and to amplify the like the entrepreneurial acumen and the business success. And I think they're both rooted very deeply in that feeling of, I feel good. I feel very gracious. I feel easy. It's easy to, to give and uplift. And I don't, I, I know that that uplifts me. And it definitely, I like thinking about this in this word, it definitely weaves into the different things that I do in business and that I do to contribute to the world. And those are basically boiled down to three things. I have 
a philanthropic jewelry company called A Nice World that I've been doing for, I, I like to say, since the 1900s. It was really 99, but it does sound really good, doesn't it? I've been doing that since the 1900s. And every design has meaning and purpose and gives me great joy and all gives back to different causes. The second area of business would be Welcome Home Ventures. That's a business that I operate with my partner, Brad. He and I have been together since the 1900s. And it's a residential real estate, um, residential, uh, you know, residences and land. And that's really fun and offers a lot of open doors for graciousness on both sides of that door, which is wonderful. And then lastly, or thirdly, I have a freelance writing company called CJH, that's my name, Constance Jill Hofer Communications. And that I did start more recently. I've always been a freelance writer, but not so much of it as since uh, 2020, when I retired from corporate America from a communications role, PR, marketing, communication. And so now that's become a lot more in focus and a lot more part of my life. So basically those three things are how I get and how I give. Well, amazing. Thank you for... Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And uh, yeah, I mean, to me, just the way it comes across is definitely a lot of experience across, you know, like multiple uh, different ways of being in the world, you know, everything from physical products to, you know, big, big yeah. projects to also, it sounds like sharing your voice. And yeah. uh, so that's really, that's really amazing. And I love the, I love the since the 1900s. <laughs> that's uh, that's great. Such credibility. It's credibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that means you've been doing the jewelry for like 24 years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. When we moved to Tucson, I've always been really, really creative and I've always had a life that followed what I, what intrigued me and what interested me. And my parents really fostered that. And I, I love projects and to follow my little ball of yarn. I like to, to follow through on any creative ideas. So it, all of them really fold into that kind of way of being that kind of like outlook on life. And I, I do know as you, and I'm sure everyone really does know that when you integrate that passion and interest and what you think is fun it's going to lead you through all the right doors. You're going to be at the right place at the right time, hearing the right words and and learning what you need to learn to to keep that moving forward and building on its success, which is great. It's a great, um, I don't know if relief is the right word, but it feels good knowing that. And the more we trust and align and realize everything is working out and follow our greatest yeses, it's it's all going to roll very smoothly with a lot of fun and a lot of neat people and connections. Mm. Oh, so many chills about <laughs> so many of the things you just said. And uh, the one I really want to hone in on is 
when you talked about if you just trust what's fun, how that will lead to just opening the right doors. And it's so fun because a few episodes back, I had my friend Madison on and she had said something to the nature of, you know, of course I would be supported and doing what I love, you know, like artistic expression, like, of course I would, because, you know, there's a lot of the, I guess the old rhetoric that it's not safe, you know, it's more of like the, the scarcity, like it's not predictable, you can't rely on it, who knows what would happen, it's too like risky in quotation marks. That's like the old rhetoric, if you ask me, and she had said something like, of course, I'll be supported in doing what I love. And, you know, it was, for one, it was really good to hear that again. And also, like, it rang more true than ever, because I myself have been doing, you know, like the solopreneur thing for, uh, you know, about a few years now. I started off part time and then went, you know, full time. And, and it's really, you know, it's like, there's nothing like real life experience. You know, there's a lot of great wisdom out there that, you know, gives us, you know, like hope and inspiration and encouragement, which is fantastic to have that, you know, so much of that available, like when we feel like we need that. And there's just nothing like real life experience, like actually watching, you know, actually watching how when you do keep going in the direction of what just feels the most meaningful to you. Um, I'm talking about me here, but <laughs> I'll let you share your own experience in a moment. But like, you know, as I follow what's most meaningful to me, and, you know, I've gotten in my way a bunch of times, you know, there's been a, a bunch of times where I'm just like, it's not coming together the way that my mind thinks it should come together. And so the mind starts doubting. The mind is like, what the heck is going on? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I've definitely had, you know, a bunch of those moments and even with those moments, it's like every time I just stand up, I'm just like, well, this is still what this is still what has the most energy for me. You know, this is still what I want to be putting my energy into, like just watching how time and time again, like life, the universe, you know, source energy, whatever you want to call it, just has my back. Like, you know, like and so many times you don't know where the support, the resources. Again, I, I'm saying you, I just want the listeners. Understood, we. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, you know, just for the listeners, I keep saying you, but I'm really talking about me here, my experience. <laughs> uh, just like time and time again, how like life has my back. And there's been so many moments where I'm like, I don't know where the next whatever's coming from, resources, opportunity, whatever. And, you know, just time and time again, it just takes me by surprise from like, never saw that coming. But when it shows up, you're like, oh, it's perfect. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, and so I just really wanted to speak to real life experience. Because again, that's been mine. It's just like, again, even having gotten in my own way a bunch of times, like, I have so much experience now where I'm like, dang, like, life just keeps supporting me as I move in the direction of making the most meaningful contribution, which is enjoyable to me, you know, there is, right. there's fun, you know, like these kind of conversations are really fun for me and so many other aspects of what I do. All that to say that there's just nothing like reflecting on my own life experience to watch how time and time again, that I didn't know when the next, whatever, like resource opportunity, 
you know, whatever would help me keep going in the direction that I felt led to go in. Like there was a lot of times where it was mysterious. Like, I don't know how I'm going to keep going. I don't know what the next step is. I don't know how, what I feel I need to keep going is going to show up. But just like, as I've just been like, well, this is what I want to do. Keyword being, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I just like the support comes in and it is mysterious, which keeps it interesting because right. it's like, oh, I never saw that coming. Um, I'm sure we'll get into this later about like another big one for me. Maybe you've seen it in your life journey as well is that like, I don't have to force an effort. It's actually even in the most mysterious moments when I've let go and just been like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I just let go and relax um, just like relax all as well. It's like literally whatever that next thing is that feels like needs to show up to help me. Like it does, but again, it takes me by surprise <laughs> and I didn't have to force it or make it happen. It's just, just kind of like knock, knock, knock. Hi, I'm here. I'm here to help you. And I'm just like, Oh, I didn't have to control <laughs> anything to make you show up. I just kind of took my hands off the wheel. And <laughs> nice. Uh, so, I mean, real life experiences to me, just everything. So anything that I just shared there spark anything for you? Actually, you did. You remind me of two things. One being a brand new inspiration that I just spoke out loud yesterday. And another being a good, a very good example of that. And the just, I think it was just yesterday. I decided I'm going to... I was talking to a, a good friend who's very well versed in the law of attraction. And, you know, we we amplify, we multiply each other. We're right there. It's very, very, very helpful. Highly recommend surrounding yourself, obviously, with people who are are minding their vibe in a very fun way. And I was talking about how all these great things had moved into my schedule let's say my world but with you know a little bit of a a hard stop coming on Thursday with travel and I thought you know I'm going to start putting space in my calendar now we all do that for just breathing room but I'm going to make an appointment with the universe and I'm going to let them fill it Mm. it's sort of like I've done like a week of yes where you spend a little time aligning with that, maybe an equal amount of time that you're going to spend in it. And just know that those yeses that seem like maybes, go ahead and say yes, because you ordered them from the universal waiter and they're coming in dishes that are covered. You don't really know what's under there. So it's a little like that. And maybe I'll use the word yes in that appointment. But like you said, we don't have to know it. We don't have to send a gilded invitation to get that knock on the door because the knock is really coming. And knowing that it's coming is key and admitting that as much, I'll say I, but might mean you too. I love my hands in the clay. I love to plan and bring forth and you know I'm a jeweler I sculpt things and bring them to life I you know all everything I do is taking my ideas and inspirations and giving them form however the only thing that beats that is surprise and delight so we can't I mean we can't be surprised (laughs) that we're being surprised because wow that's fun 
wow, that's just jazzy and juicy and really, really neat. You know, we might like embossing the invitation to the universe, but we'd still like a surprise at the door. Yeah. For no, sure. It keeps it interesting. You know, it's like. Right. Keeps it magic knowing. or yeah. mysterious. I like how you use that word. I'm going to try yeah. to remember that. Yeah. It's interesting that that starts with the word my. Mm. I like yeah. that. I'm yeah, a word, I'm a word lover. Oh, well, I never oh. thought of it um, like that until you just said it, you know, like my mysterious. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to me, I just keep, I've been using the word mystery a lot just in life as of late, because to me, this is again, my take based on my experience, but to me, the opportunity is to befriend the mystery, you know, like not try to control it. Um, I put, I think I put up, yeah, I put up a quote, you know, something that just, I was inspired to say in my, my, my Facebook stories the other day. And it was like, it was essentially saying, I don't find peace when I try to secure the unknown. I find peace when I relax into the unknown. Yes. Huge difference. One involves a wrench and one involves nature, you know, just knowing that's good that's a good one i didn't see that i love your page and i didn't see that i'm glad i didn't so i got to hear it this time for first first time yeah i mean it's just true again it's like and it's based on my real life experience because i had a lot of the experiences where i didn't know i couldn't pin it down and i did go into stress i did go over i did go into like how do i control these circumstances and again real life experience like i saw how like that typically backfires <laughs> or that typically wrong causes... wrench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrong right. wrench. <laughs> uh, and it can often it can often like you know of course nothing is ever wrong you know so to say it's right. all experience but it sometimes it kind of felt like I was just kind of like ruining certain situations that wouldn't have been you know, quote unquote, ruined otherwise, had I just, you know, known how to, yeah, hands off and relax. But again, because certain things kind of felt a little bit like, oh, I just kind of sabotaged, you know, that a little bit there in my, my stressing and panicking. It's like that experience being like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that again, because good to know. Yeah, like good to know, I see how this goes. And so I mean, you know, it's, it, it's been a process over time, but like everything, it's like a muscle to now where, you know, when the mystery presents itself yet again, now more than ever, like, and it's not just, it's not just an affirmation. Like I love affirmations. I feel like they're a great introduction to a new way of being and experiencing and showing up like their introduction. But I, again, through real life experience now, I feel so much more comfortable than ever just being like, I don't have to do anything about this. Like, I don't have to control this. I don't know what's going to happen. What's that? That's muscles. (laughs) That takes some, a strength that becomes easier and easier, but it is a strength. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's watching how it's watching the support roll in and even, you know, even watching the support roll in in past experiences where you know, I did stress. Um, actually, 
one of the things that really helped me with this whole like developing these muscles was I once heard uh, this interview with Paul Selig. Uh, he was being interviewed by Aubrey Marcus and Paul was saying how, yeah, the, 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 the lower self, so to say, the conditioned self, there's still certain things that may trigger it. And so it's, its response may be like, I need to control this. Like I need to get this under control. And he was even saying something like, you know, you can try that out and see how that goes. And there is this territory, I guess I'll say, where you just start to realize that the soul has it under control. Like the soul is working out the details in the background. And when you are able to relax, when you're able to, you know, learn and remember how to relax, even in the mystery, it's like you see how the soul had it under control all along. And so it's been time and time again watching that, just being like, so now I've I've had enough experiences where I'm just like, I don't know what my soul's up to, but it's got something good. <laughs> nice. Trust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that makes me curious just about your your journey and you know your journeys because you have multiple endeavors. Uh, yeah, I'm just what would you say after all your years of experience? It's just one thing that you're so clear on now that maybe, you know, obviously life is what it is, but like maybe if something you could tell yourself 24, 25 years ago, what would be right. like the most sage piece of advice you would offer? I'm just curious. I would say that for me, the basics are finding that sweet spot where I can line up my desire with my belief and my expectation. And when I can relax into that, it's kind of another way of saying all the things that we've already been saying. But to me, when people ask me that, and maybe I'm going to have one question from them, that's going to be the answer. Mm -hmm. And I've like you kind of treated life as the gym for that and kind of that okay what you got universe okay top this yeah. or I'll say I of course say what I what I would like I'll say I learned very young to say this or something better and that was really really a fortunate way to grow up to think it could be better than what I want. If I don't get what I want, sit still for a minute and see if it's not maybe better. And that goes along with that expectations and, and weaving in the surprise and delight and weaving in the trust and the good faith and really just knowing and having fun with it. You know, I I have do have a real life example that lines up with that that I hadn't really thought about, but it's a good one on the real estate topic. So I, you know, I'm a balancing, I'm spinning the plates and keeping the keeping everything full and everybody happy and timing the renovations and lower the price in the summer when Tucson's blazing hot and you know, kind of play playing the playing the games for fun. And I had two, two residential rentals that, you know, 
kind of important to me to have that have that coming in especially because i had just booked a law of attraction based cruise so i'm thinking well i like to be boots on the ground you know i'd like to be showing these places i'd like to be doing everything i can but here is this juxtaposition where i'm going to hear a bunch of stuff that i already agree with about how it's all going to work out so maybe it's right in my face. Maybe I can try this. So I, I'm like, okay, I believe, I desire, I expect. And then I've been adding, prove me right. Mm -hmm. Prove me right. Because it always happens. You expect not the best. You're going to get proven right. So you might as well get in on the ground floor, line it all up and say, prove me right. Prove me right. Show me. So I did. And I had a random roommate. So we met in Seattle the night before. She's wonderful. I'm at a youth hostel. She loves youth hostels. She's actually been there before. It's all coming together already. We're going to meet. She's a military person and she has rentals. Every place she's been stationed, she bought a condo and now she rents it. So I tell her, oh, well, that's amazing. Okay. I'm doing this test here with the universe and I'm going two weeks with two biggies empty. And she literally says, girl, give me your phone. She takes my phone. She loads an app. She shows me how to sign up for this thing called furnished finder. So now by the end of this cruise, not only do I get to buy dollhouse furniture for two houses, and I start renting to travel nurses who want a furnished place for 18 weeks as they're traveling. They, they're so aligned with what I do in terms of the writing, because it's all travel and tourism, a ton of it's Tucson. So they want to know what's fun, what's neat, what's authentic, what's the culture, where's the haps, what should I do while I'm here? And the, the pricing can go like this. And by the time that ship docked, I had them rented for maybe three weeks after I was back because I figured, you know, I got to get beds and art and all that. But that's how that worked out. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. And now here I sit in a position to be able to advise other people about how neat and fun that might be for them. And and that's really great. You know, you you kick the wheel and the circle goes and you get a little older and you get a little more experience and you get a little more in the flow. And you can just really kind of contribute to that for others, which is a blast. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Real life. You. Yeah. Who well, knew? <laughs> uh, well, thank you for sharing that. I mean, because it, it really stood out to me. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's the whole thing, right? Is like recognizing that it's meant to be fun. Uh, and we start to allow ourselves into the fun when we can kind of come out of that whole control piece. Uh, and what stands out to me is that about your story is that like, you know, from our mind's perspective, you know, our mind, and this is something I've heard said many times, I believe by like uh, Bashar and others that our mind is only really designed to process the present moment. Like that's really what the mind is for, like to really process and experience the present moment. 
it's not meant to figure out the so-called future. It's not meant to pin it all down. You know, that is our higher mind, you know, like our soul, like that's what our soul is up to, you know, the orchestrating, the moving things into place. Uh, and so when we try to use our mind, you know, our physical mind, that's just meant to process the present moment to try to control the future. That's where like we can frustrate ourselves. And what I loved about your story was that it's like the pieces were already like in place, but your mind, the way I heard it was that your mind couldn't see the pieces that you were yet to encounter, but like, like the pieces were already in place. It was just like, as you went along your journey, it's like, oh, how convenient that this is here and how convenient that this is here. Uh, right. So that's what I love about it. Just like, it's like, you know, our soul really is orchestrating things on our behalf and we can't see it from this moment because that next thing that's going to help us is maybe like how many moments down the road. We can't see it from here, but it doesn't mean it's not there. Right. It's coming. Oh my and we're ready yeah. because we're open. Yeah, I love that. Um, keep getting so many chills. Nice. <laughs> just like, this is the fun stuff to me. <laughs> nice. I have a theory that those goosebumps are all these little, little parts of us, little cells of us going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's it what it pokes feels up. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's what it little feels teeny like. Teeny weeny fist bumps all over. Yeah. There's like all these little exclamation points. Like, you're nice. getting it. You're getting it. <laughs> nice yeah. nice milestone 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 exactly yeah yeah well I'm also you know having heard that uh again you know you've just you've been in these different industries for a while so yeah I wonder I know this experience wasn't too long ago that you just spoke about but after all your years you know being in these different uh, endeavors what do you feel is that you're so thankful to be learning now, like at this stage of the game? Probably how to align my 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 delights, nice verbal typo, my desires, beliefs, and expectations. I mean, kind of back to that. Yeah. I'm just really glad for everything I'm glad for and really grateful for all that I have to appreciate that I've done, that I was lucky enough to have the parents that I had who we were very privileged in that. We felt we were lucky little kids. It wasn't about money and it wasn't about perfect harmony in the family by any stretch, but it was about this can be good. Everything you see can be seen in two ways. And I'm so, so glad to be naturally in line with that as natural as it is for me and to feel that I am lucky because I think that when these magic little moments and happen that you know it might not have anything to do with money or business it's just like whoa I'm here right now and I am so not alone hmm. and and for that I'm eternally grateful hmm. Hmm. Um, what I'm getting from that is just like seeing the support and just seeing the intentionality of all of it, like just how mm -hmm. it shows up around you. Is that kind mm -hmm. of well, yeah. like follow your the whole follow your heart and the X Y Z will come. Like mm -hmm. back in the very early days of a nice world jewelry, 
I'm always, I love secret messages. I love hidden messages. I love hiding a little extra that maybe only the wearer will notice until they care to point it out or maybe someone special will notice and say, does that? So I was always coming up with different ways to do that, which was putting Morse code and beading and putting Braille in there. And I started what I, as far as I know, it was the first Braille jewelry. I was like late 1900s. And all my Braille jewelry pretty much says light. And it got me involved with a local nonprofit who, of course, was the beneficiary. And they would help me proofread. And, you know, I borrowed their Braille making machine and figured it all out and made sure I was doing everything right and enjoying it getting to donate to their galas and auctions and being a part of what they were doing. So I met this woman. She's a low vision. She was maybe, maybe 70 at the time. Canvas artist, visual artist. So I'm like, Hey, she's very inspiring. So I said, how about, do you have any canvases that, you know, you're not doing anything with that are painted? And I had already talked to her about what I thought about her work. And she loved what I was seeing in her work. I said, I'll put Braille beads and then people of low vision or people who can read Braille, they can like, you know, it might be like soaring sky and, you know, whatever, whatever I'm seeing. And if she agrees, so I'm beating it. So that's the setup. So I'm at Sid's house. She liked being my mentor. And I, she said, honey, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I never had ever told the truth ever I had always said I wanted to be a marine biologist which came later after reality got put in there you know but what I really wanted to be was that mermaid on the can of tuna I don't know if you know this mermaid but she's got I've I usually have a bun up here she has a magic wand she has magical life under the sea you know great dress (laughs) super super so I would stare at that can on the counter when I was not even tall as the counter as a little farm kid right and so I told her and her face changed and I thought "Ooh, telling the truth look what that gets you but she instantly stood up walked over to her cabinet pulls out a scrapbook and shows me the picture of her modeling to be that mermaid on that can in the 50s in Hollywood. So it's like, yeah, maybe I should be making braille jewelry. Yeah, (laughs) maybe I should do what's fun. And maybe it leads to moments where she gets told that she was who I wanted to be when I grew up. Wow. You can't make that stuff up, you know? So why try? I li- I'm a good sculptor, but I don't want to end it with my own final touches, you know, when it comes to life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, the first thing that stood out to me about that was just, again, the way you make it so interesting, because, yeah, I've never heard, I mean, I've never heard or scene that I know of of like jewelry that has hidden messages there's a lot of cool jewelry but 
to me, what really stood out was that was a way to make it really fun and interesting for you. And I feel like you must have been thinking, you must have been imagining just like people down the line going like, I wonder what this is. And oh, I, I wonder what it means. And then finding out what it means and being like, oh, that's so cool. You got more than I bargained for, just like we do, huh? That's true. And then it ties into the feeling good that so much of their purchase price is completely inflated to give, you know, jewelry is notorious for having a, a, a heck of a markup anyway. So I'm in the right business. But to know that, yeah, this is Braille and it helps prevent blindness. Mm. I'm nice. Mm. I got this in a nice world. I I make the world nicer. I'm oh. part of this. Yeah. It feels really good. The in fact the icon image for a nice world is a boomerang. I built the whole thing on the concept that what we put out always comes back. Law of attraction, cause and effect, comes around, goes around. Wow. Boomerangs everywhere in a nice world. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what's standing out to me so much is that, again, you know, making it interesting, like you're the one behind, you know, the scenes producing this. And so it's like what stands out to me is you. I kind of feel like you must have been asking yourself, like, how can I make this really like interesting and juicy for me, knowing that it will have, you know, these you know, most likely these really great effects, you know, out there in the world. But like as I'm the one because you know as when you have a company a lot of times you're wearing a lot of different hats you know there's a lot of different pieces to whatever you're mm -hmm. bringing to the world and to me I just kind of feel like you you don't you allowed it to be really interesting for you so that you could have fun mm -hmm. and you know again just knowing that others will most likely have fun too but you know from step a to whatever of getting it out to the world you allowed that to be interesting and fun for you which I think is I mean, like, if you're going to do something, if you're going to put so much of your energy into it, like, you might as well make it enjoyable for yourself, right? Right. Because if it does strike a chord, you want to be, what's that phrase? Begin as you wish to continue and end. Because if it's not authentic and it's not fun, then it's not really quite sustainable. Like, it will be, and so successful if you're you know, kind of going for the the curve inside the right angles, you know, real estate, this is a pretty right angle, you know, writing, jewelry, a lot of things are, there's kind of a rights and wrongs, you know, but if I can find my own curve inside that, I hear time and time again, you know, I've ruined people for where they'll be able to rent from again, because it'll never, you know, hopefully they're wrong. And they've just prepaved with me that things can be this fun and easy and flexible. And someone who comes from integrity and expects nothing else but that someone who is authentically flexible and engaged and ready and expects nothing but that. And then, you know, we, we can keep it up when we start it like that. We can keep it going. And I like how you see your guests. And I like how you see me as someone who's doing what you're seeing that I'm doing. Because it's giving me a new way of thinking about it. Because I am in it for myself. But I also am 
like you said, I, you know, I'm kind of in it for what I can give. And that leads to even more synergy, like with the writing. I started out doing that by suggesting articles I wanted to read. I'm like, it would be great if your magazine would write about this. Cause I, I know there's a lot of this going on and there's this angle and I just love to read that. And they just say, Oh, why don't you do that? <laughs> why don't you give us 1200 words and seven pictures? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I follow my curiosity and I do it the way I think is interesting. And I do rely on good editors. I work with wonderful magazines who can, you know, they can make things better if that's the case, or they just say done. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, we uplift ourselves and others in mm. a sustainable way that we love. Mm. I can't mm. wait to watch this interview. <laughs> I'm going to get so much out of just hearing your side of this again. Oh, well, thank it's you. It's going to be, it's neat. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I don't I don't know how it works, but I just I see what I see and <laughs> and you say it. Yeah, you don't stop yeah. it. Yeah, well, I mean, to me, I feel I feel like I don't know. I'm, obviously, it's my whole life, uh, my whole life experience, and I think honestly. Uh, has a lot to do with just my training as an actor so like I studied acting for a very long time and the main component of the training that I received was about like being fully present in the moment like actually nice. actually listening actually seeing you know picking up on the subtle body language like how many times have we been told that like 80% of communication is like nonverbal, uh <laughs> and so I feel that as I've just really honed that, like really being present, like seeing, listening, feeling, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just allows things to illuminate for me. And I mean, I receive so much because I really am, you know, I might get an idea pop up, but like, you know, as I'm listening, but I'm not distracted. Like I really am in receiving mode and it just allows me to like, see things and things illuminate as people are sharing so uh thank you i appreciate that nice that's that's nifty that acting element you, you gotta be in the now that's really that's really neat yeah that everything for a reason of course that was your history <laughs> yeah yeah um that and improv because i can't tell you like i again because i was interested i wanted to try it out uh, was it last year? I think it was last year. I did some online Zoom improv workshops and, uh, you know, had people come and just, you know, learn that didn't really know much about improv and had a really fun time. And people have gotten back to me and they're like, based on those few workshops that you did, I went and enrolled in an in-person improv class, like in my area. And they're like, it is changing my life. <laughs> nice. Not to mention off the stage. Yeah. It's all one big improv if you're doing it right. Yeah. We can get our skills. We can learn our lines. We can choose the story. We can pick the play. We can set the lighting. But 
it's all improv from there. I mean, it really is what we're talking about here. That's neat. That's yeah. fun to think about. Well, yeah, actually, um, yeah, since we're on that note, yeah, just I feel like it is so relevant to entrepreneurship and and you know just business endeavors because mm-hmm. it really is improv like you know we may have a vision but again we don't know all the real life components that will happen you know as we proceed down along the path we don't know all the life circumstances and everything so you know a vision can be helpful in a sense of like well i'm just going in this direction because it feels good it feels right uh but there's just so many decisions you know so many decisions you know when it comes to marketing or like, you know, mm-hmm. as you're designing your your jewelry, um, as you're decorating your, you know, your, the interior mm-hmm. of your property is like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many decisions to be made. And so like, I do love looking at it at the sense of it is improv, like we're making it all up. The other thing I like to tie in is that, you know, we are getting inspiration from the field, you know, the field of infinite possibilities. Act you know, like we're getting inspiration, but at the end of the day, something in us is going, I'm going with that option. Good one. True. True. That happens with the jewelry all the time. If I'm inspired by something, then I might be seeking it out online and maybe learning about it through a video or something like, um, just whether it's the beneficiary or whether it's just a cool concept or whether it's a hidden message in a channeled message that resonates with that group that's going to make wonderful gifts, you know, or like travel, you know, and it all kind of goes in the mix. But then you're right. We do pick what we do add into that recipe. We might not know how it's going to come out, but we chose this bit of inspiration and this bit of logic and you know I know this is going to cast well or you know whatnot or I know that's funny casting and casting (laughs) and it all comes together with a big huge dose of expecting it to be better than we think and let it go yeah it's like you yeah just um non-attachment to outcome because and to me, that does bring me a big back. topic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like the further, I mean, the more I go along the path, it's like the more uh, importance I give to that, you know, like just like detachment to, to outcome. Uh, and to me, like it is easier when, at least for me, you know, I say we, but um, I'll let you respond. Uh, and, you know, for the listeners, you know, it's, it, it's however you feel about it but for me it's like when we do see I keep saying we when I do when I do really make what I want to make there's a lot of satisfaction just in that it's like well I'm right and I I actually this has been affirmed um in my experience uh in a number of ways because you know like we talked about this a little bit before we started recording how you know the intuition is our it's like our compass it's helping us wade through all of the perspectives all of the opinions all of the data out there in the physical world because there's a lot of it and you know so the intuition is helping us navigate all of that and 
So I love seeing how patterns show up in my outer reality. And I, this has been affirmed to me like a, from a number of different avenues, especially in the past few weeks where it's been like, you know, people saying the same thing, but it's, you know, one's over here on this platform and the other is over here on this platform. And they've all been saying that, you know, you really, it's been about the the concept of artistry and it's like, everyone said the same thing <laughs> and it really does resonate, resonate with me is that you're not making art to please people. You're making the thing that you most want to share because it's important to you. It lights you up. It helps you express something in you. And when you really can have that non-attachment of like, I'm making this for the joy of it, for the rich satisfaction of making it, you know, for creating it, it's like then what, whatever it may or may not do, at least you know <laughs> that you did something that like really fulfilled your heart and soul to make. And to me, it's just easier in that place to be like, well, I don't know what the response will be, but I know that I loved making it. <laughs> right, right. Come what may. And we've put our check mark in our joy box because you don't know what will come and you don't know when it'll come either stuff has a way of coming back around and you just think, well, God, I let that one go for the joy of it forever ago. And then somehow it's newly relevant and newly shiny to someone else. And we didn't try to push it. I used to, it's a terrible reference, but I used to feel very grateful, still feel it, say it differently now, that I don't have to hook my art to a cart and whip it to drive me where I want to go. It can just be in the pasture having fun because it got created. And the best way to get that one going is to start another one, you know, just keep following your nose and keep doing what lights you up. And eventually that light's going to get brighter and brighter. And all along the way, you're happy when I feel attachment to something, it's easier for me to think, what am I really attached to? Oh, I'm really attached to the feeling. Okay. I can have that now. Hmm. Yeah. I'm really attached to someone loving this design and wanting to, hmm. you know, really launch it and do their thing. But what I really wanted was to make it. And what I really wanted was to have a good heart and a good brain and a good open, open channel to receive the super fun ideas like braille jewelry or any of the most, you know, fun things I've had to do with travel or, you know, whatnot, that it's, that's all it needed to be was fun for me. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. to me, it's felt, you know, like the energy that something is created and is felt. I'm pretty sure. I think I brought this up on a recent, um, recording but uh to me that's why so many of the things that are you know related to like you know grandmas and grandpas like the cooking or whatever or something they made by hand you know like it becomes such a cherished item in the family because you know it's like that's the energy they made it in I mean like nice how many grandmothers are known for having spent like eight hours on a meal like right (laughs) you know that's right that's some dedication. That's like, if that's not love. <laughs> right. And you can taste it. And that's yeah. why we keep the recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, if this call was a show and tell, I'd 
have a stack of quilts to show you right behind me that just one stitch at a time embody exactly what you're talking about. And that feels great because if I love what I'm doing this much, maybe somebody's granddaughter or grandson will open up a jewelry box and say, oh yeah, I remember she wore this and I would trace it with my fingers and she'd explain to me how some people can't see, but we can help them and they've got something to offer to help us. And who knows, you know, that's, that's living, that's success. Yeah. And just kind of popped in for me, like what's so cool about what you're creating with all of the intentionality and the love and the intuitive design is like, you know, it's an actual physical item, which, you know, typically when people give um, a gift of jewelry, you know, it has a lot of meaning, you know, uh, in it, in the giving of it. And so like, I just, I kind of got this image of your jewelry, you know, being like passed on from person to person, even like I've had this for five years and now I want you to have it. And I just kind of like got these images and like, how cool is that? That like your creations are out there and people are, you know, giving it with meaning or saying like, you know, even who knows, like 30 years from now, someone could say, I've had this for 30 years and I'm like, how cool. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite things that I make is actually the first thing I made was a super simple, super tiny little boomerang charm. Practically costs the same amount as the keychain it goes on. But when you're anywhere in the world or in the grocery line and you say, wow, what you did, I saw that you are nice and that's coming back to you. You can say that <clears throat> in any language without words. And then you give them that. And I do picture those and, and they, they're kind of packaged also to be gifts. Like you give a, get a multiples. And I do feel those boomerangs going out there, letting people know that it's coming back to you. You're awesome. And it's coming back to you. And yeah. what's better to give away than that? That feeling. Yeah. Fun. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Super fun. Hmm. What I'm getting in this moment is, uh, I don't know who and when, you know, when anyone may hear this down the road because, you know, this, you know, this stays online so people can find it any amount of time down the road. But I'm just kind of curious, uh, in terms of the, you know, again, the, the physical items, the jewelry, because I'm assuming that you probably have an online presence for this, correct? Right. And yeah. I'm in some galleries. Yeah. So galleries, you know, gallery presentation and online. So for anyone who's listening and they're like, yeah, my passion is a physical thing. And obviously online is a big deal these days, you know, so much opportunity for exposure. And I'm seeing how all Easy. of the yeah, a lot of the social media platforms are allowing um, people to have like hearts, you know, in their profile, you know, like, so if you see someone's profile, they have like a product on the page where it's like, if you want to see what they make, you know, you can oh, tap the item. And so there's all neat. these, yeah, individual stores. So there's a lot of opportunity. And for someone who maybe does have a a dream or a vision, but maybe they're just a little intimidated because like now there's this whole online retail world to, you know, to understand and to get acclimated to. 
just maybe any nuggets for people who have like a physical thing they want to get out in the world like and you know online is obviously um, a means they're considering like any nuggets or gems of wisdom you'd want to pass on about what you've learned about being in the digital retail world <laughs> well I can tell you that I've always been drawn to the online just for the ease and the flow and of course I had a really big job for 20 30 years which would have precluded me from having anything brick and mortar I would say it's really fun to send your own messaging and it's really fun to make a little page. I've never done Etsy, but I bet that's really fun. I've never done Pinterest, but I know that's going to be fun. And it's a great way for people to find you. Um, I know that when I go to a gift shop, like we have a wonderful miniatures museum here, and I love that place. And I just want to be there myself. And, you know, jewelry is miniatures. It's little bees and little castles and little stars and little everything. So, you know, approach those people and get your foot out there in the physical world that'll draw more people to your online world and use your online world to promote what you love. Like, hey, have you been to this museum? By the way, I'm in the gift shop and I'm really, really proud of that. But you're going to love this place for this reason. And for me, it's the connecting that where the jazz is. It's like if I can connect to the prevent blindness people and the veterans for peace people and the pollinator people and, you know, all the things I love, I can do that really easily online and and talk about why I made a piece of jewelry that goes with it. Um, it is a whole new world out there. And if you can get some joy out of connecting with people that way, and, you know, you can just share what you love. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be all 100%. You people love when they are shared by someone else. Yeah. So just compile what you think is cool and guaranteed there's going to be a lot of people who agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. Find that commonality and that alliance. Yeah. And who knows where that leads? Hmm. Somewhere else it. entirely. Yeah. And no, I mean, I love the weaving you're talking about how you're, to me, it sounds like that's, it just comes across as that's interesting to you too, like being able to connect with these different groups and absolutely have those conversations. And absolutely. I mean, I have fundraiser pieces for every nonprofit that I adore. Hmm. And it is, there is nothing more fun than standing there at the silent auction and sort of just listening to people say oh she outbid me again you know they want what i've given you know oh how'd they come up with this you know mm. oh did you see that one it's just really really fun and mm. you know it raises a lot more money than i could write checks for i'm mm. the number one fundraising piece for two organizations i dearly love in tucson mm. and now it's you know extends to some nationals and I couldn't write. I mean, I suppose I could. I can do anything. We can all do anything. But it's awfully nice to leverage and multiply with your love in a way that that works so organically and through other people, other people's funding. They've got something. They've got a, a member donor item. You know, maybe if you increase your membership 
to this next level, you get the gold version of the a nice world amulet. Sure. And just everybody's uplifted. Mm. I just love how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah, getting this vision of, um, yeah, just again, like just there's, there's options, you know, there's options, right? And so whether it's a business or just a hobby for enjoyment, yeah, I think a lot of people, when they think about making a donation or a contribution, they are typically looking at, you know, like, you know, yeah, you know, like, you know, what do I have financially at the moment to offer? Whereas it's like, even if it's just a hobby, like, yeah, like, you know, like the auctions, like they are going on. And so it's like, you know, again, like, yeah. and that's one of those mysterious things. Like, you don't know, you could make something that you love and donate it. And that could, you know, that could get a bit of like a few thousand dollars. Like who knows? Yeah. And you can make your new best friend because they say, gosh, that's neat. Can you come to our committee on why it's great to volunteer for this place? And who just, who knows where that leads? Yeah, It's so fulfilling and it's so you know, so many different ways to be creative and whether you're monetizing it or whether you're just focusing on things you love because that in itself is going to help your business that feels like it's way over here, not involved with what you're doing. But that general vibration and that general, you know, feeling of abundance and generosity, you know, I make minimum three customer comments a month. And I mean, biggies, like, I need to talk to your manager. I'll usually put it in an email actually. So it's easily passed around. Mm -hmm. I uplift. I feel that great connection between people that I appreciate them. It makes me just sort of feel like we all appreciate each other more just because it feels more natural because I'm doing it actively. And that's going to help your business and it helps your life. Even if it seems like there's a black and white division in between there never is yeah it's the whole uh the boomerang you know effect that you've been talking about it is yeah. it is yeah it's just you know it's like and i was actually reflecting on that earlier today because i've that's another thing that's often said it's like well typically you'll receive from it equally to what you you know put into it you know, and so it's like, but you never know how it's going to come back. And so, again, I'm getting this fun vision of you just being intentional and conscious to really uplift others, you know, like that's something that you're putting into your life equation, because you want to, and it feels good to you. And you just never know <laughs> what in your life is going to bring that same energy back around to you. That's a fact. I just had a trip and I had no logical justification to be jamming this trip in between two other trips. But one of my lucky numbers is 10, 11. And I just suddenly just missed my old friend, Anita. I haven't seen her in a while. And she has a new kind of independent living place that she's in Palm Springs. I've never been to Palm Springs either. And so I thought 10, 11, I'm free for like these two days. I'm going to fly to Palm Springs and I'm going to see Anita. And I get there and I'm talking to my Uber driver and I'm making him feel he is important and special and interesting because I'm learning everything. And I like it when they get chatty. He's telling me about the seven cities. He's 
says he lives in La Quinta. I'm like, oh, the hotel, you know, being funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a hotel there, but no, it's a whole city. And here's all about it. Kind of intrigued. Comes up again somewhere during our two days together. My second Uber driver brings up La Quinta because there's some stars who live there. And I'm like, ah, La Quinta, you know, oh, the hotel. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, I get home. My dear friend asked me what I'm up to. I mentioned that I get to be on your podcast tomorrow. And she, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, you know, tell her about how, you know, everything's connected and business and, you know, spirituality and alignment. And I said, oh, you've just made me think of something good about the writing, how that'll come where I'm curious about something and I put it out there. It'll come back. She says, yeah, that's a good one to include. Cut two. I go home, open my email. I'm not kidding. My editor I haven't worked with in months said, we have a medical emergency with one of our writers. We need to know if you'll write a story on La Quinta, particularly the hotel that has brought all this stardom, like this Hollywood Greta Garbo. Is that something you're interested in? So I have no time, right? Bad quote. I'm like, yes, yes, I will write this. Yes, I am interested in this. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. Yeah. Feel good. Integrate life with work and work with life and make it all play. Yeah. And see what comes out of the oven. Mm. So good. And Another thing that's coming to me in this moment is, to me, it's just the more I understand, like, the nature of this whole, like, reality game that we're playing. And I haven't said this um, on the podcast yet, but it was probably a few weeks ago where, you know, I do a lot of soul searching when, you know, there's ambiguity and I'm not sure about, you know, again, what's next. I'll do a lot of soul searching and, you know, I get these these hits, these intuitive hits and downloads. And I'm not kidding one day. I'm just, you know, like standing just a little bit over where I'm sitting right now. And the hit I got was nothing is expected of you here. You're choosing to play this game. And I was just like, nothing's expected of me. And I'm here in this game because I'm choosing it, you know, and that was like really profound because like, you know, it just takes a lot of pressure off. It's like, oh, I'm here because I'm choosing to be like every day I'm choosing to be here. So, you know, there's a lot of intentionality with that. So I just want to give that as a little bit of context. But what just came to me as you were sharing that is like, this is a game, you know, and there's lots of characters that are making guest appearances. And what I got from your share was like, look what happens when you take interest in the passing characters. You know, it's like, you take interest in someone who's, you know, um, providing a service for you. And <laughs> that character, if you will, you know, it's a real person, but in this life game that, you know, that- Right, in this improv stage. Yeah, this improv stage is passing through and actually setting you up for an opportunity you don't even know is coming yet. Right, helping me hone my vibe. 
And then the universe is just like taking your order. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what I got from that was like, just be curious, like what, you know, what might happen if you took more interest in the, you know, the passing characters in your life, so to say, like, what if you didn't see it as random? Like, who knows what will happen if you take interest in these people that are passing through? It's like, and I feel like your story couldn't speak more clearly to what potentially could happen when you just, like you said, you just take interest and connect and, you know, be kind. It's like, you're not expecting anything out of it, but but, right i'm expecting a better now yeah better now for both of us yeah and boy that now just keeps on coming yeah it just keeps coming yeah yeah i really i really like what you're saying i'm i'm really just looking forward to hearing all this again like the words you're using i'm seeing them as words like ambiguity ambi means both ways Mm -hmm. i'm ambidextrous it could go this way. It could go that way. Yeah. It's open. Yeah. You know, in this concept of nothing is expected of you. Now I'm going to enjoy thinking about that because I'm the, I'm me. And I get that. And I do feel the freedom in that. And I do see the bigger picture. And I can also tell you my initial reaction is that rubs my fur backwards because I, I'm good at expectations. I'm great at exceeding them and fulfilling them and making a good sculpture out of my own ability. But I can transcend that to know it's not because it's expected of me. And that takes it to a whole other playing field, a whole other realm of reality and choice. That's cool. I mean, to that's me, cool. <laughs> well, thank you. And yeah, to me, it just feels like freedom because it's like it's no longer coming from this sense of expectation you have to live up to. It really is just what's interesting. Like, it's, it's as simple as that. Like, what's interesting to you? <laughs> right. What do you want to explore? Right. What's loud in a good way? What's shiny in a soft way? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one big time frame treasure hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to me, yeah, it's, just, it's you know, again, it's like, yeah, just we've spoken about it a few times, just letting it be fun, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, I know we're both familiar with the term, you know, there's nothing all that serious going on here. Uh, so, yeah, just like that's what that, that, you know, download really left me with. It's like, this is all for, you know, I'm going to speak about, I'm going to say you, but I mean me, like, this is all for you to explore. Like, you know, what adventures do you want to have? What are you interested in? What do you want to create? You know, you know, what's, what's fun, what's interesting. And from that, from that angle, like, it does feel like just like, like, what a gift, like, there really is freedom. It's just like, are we, kind of coming back to intuition the guiding light like and I've been making some posts about this too because I'll just say that in the the service that I do which is all about helping people become more clear within themselves 
of course I see it in my own life. I see, as I look back, I've seen it in many different chapters and, you know, it's very, it's more clear to me in my own life uh, more than it ever has been. But I also see it in others too, where, you know, I'm not saying this in a, any kind of judgmental way, but I really see that I feel like one of the biggest epidemics that I see is people not being honest and truthful with themselves, like literally and apologizing for what they want, apologizing for what they truly desire and playing it down, talking themselves out of it. And again, trust me, I've fallen into all these categories and still catch myself. But it's That's like, why you're good at seeing it. And it's like, I'm like, man, if people, including me, and again, I'm, I, everything I talk about, I'm, I live this stuff from like the minute I wake and I'm also working on it in my dreams. I kid you not, <laughs> like my dreams are giving me stuff to like, nice. Um, so like, I'm, I'm the student more than anything. Uh, but that's teach what, what you want to learn. Right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's the biggest thing I see is that people would just really own like what is what does feel important to them, what they do want to experience, what they do want to create. Because like that's the thing I see is like the the habit of talking once like, well, it's that. And then there's the but and I can't or the how. And it's like, you know, there's all of this, which I get. It's a lot of this societal training listening mm-hmm. yeah and but there's just so much power and and I know that we talked a lot about it um early in this conversation you know other remnants have come up but there's just so much power in being like it's that that's what it is and I don't know how and actually it's supposed to be mysterious and actually it does invite me to relax and not know a whole lot but if I can just get that that it's meant to be mysterious <laughs> And that it's okay to relax and not know and let go and allow, which I feel your stories have really brought so much uh, light into as you're just living your life and showing up the way you want to show up. Like this game is orchestrating and we're not going to see the next thing until it's the moment for the next thing to present itself. So just be like, it's a game and it's happening on my behalf. (laughs) Right, right. The whole world is conspiring for me. It's happening for me. And I probably don't have to broadcast everything to my good old social group and my good old family because they love me so much that they might they might want me to choose logic and rigidity and safety. And I love them for that. But I can sit in my own knowing that, you know, Bo and I had this conversation and that's right. That is what I wanted. That is where my compass points and I can feel good about that. And I can feel relaxed. Yeah. Maybe for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And hold on to that. That's a gift. That's more than a service. That's a a beautiful gift. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I um boomerang. It's coming yeah. right back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, it just um it just reminds me of something else that showed up in my world not too long ago, but someone brought up a roomy quote and I feel like it just really it's like the perfect way of 
encapsulating everything we've been talking about just like in a very like two sentences and essentially it's walk the path and then the path appears <laughs> what is more poetic and cosmic and obvious and logical than that you put your foot down therefore yeah. that's now i'm getting the chills now i'm getting the yeah it's like yeah. i'm deciding to go in this direction because it feels good it feels right it feels fun and as you move in the direction reality collapses into place to give you the path to keep walking down that's right and it rises up yeah it's right there yeah <laughs> and there'll be shiny bits to tell us which way to turn there'll yeah. be little curiosities yeah. even though no fork is wrong and yeah. that feels great we'll yeah. we'll make all the right steps yeah every um yeah every pivot is just more information you know it's just it's just more yeah. information so yeah um, i feel Love like it. you could probably keep going for like another i know i i'm like i'm experiencing what your client it, it's funny that i keep going back to Ooh, i just can't wait to hear that again and listen to that with you know different ears and it's what you do mm. it's cool it's super neat thank you yeah so. yeah good job way to do it mm. yeah it's it's just that's the thing for me like this is uh you know it's the human experience and uh, understanding big picture details in a way that is very relevant to everyday life. It's like, that is just, that's like the thing that I just can't get enough of. Nice. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's been an honor to like have this conversation and I'm looking forward to uh, listening again as well. Me you know, too. as I, prepare these episodes I get to listen you know a few times so which is really nice and uh again got so many chills and uh and of course you know to one of the things you said earlier is that you know just had an idea just like a, just an idea for this a jumping off point this conversation of course it has become more than anything uh, I knew was coming you know it's like oh yeah this is way more than I um knew that it could be so that's life huh yeah. I bet that's so neat that you're what you do reinforces that every time you do it yeah. every time you open Pandora's human box you know yeah who knows what they've got for you and to get from you which is of course for you yeah super yeah and it can be simple just I'll give one more example I want to give you the opportunity just to um you know, for people that have enjoyed this conversation, enjoy getting to know more about you and, and, and witness you, I want to give you an opportunity just to share how people can connect with you or any of the, uh, the offerings that you currently have. There's one more thing I just want to offer uh, before that is just that, I mean, literally this conversation, which has been a joy for me, and I'm excited, you know, that it is going to uh, get out into the world. And I'm thankful to hear that you want to listen to it again. I mean, literally, it, it just, it was just from that, it was just an intuitive spark. I just want to talk to Jill. <laughs> like, something just tells me, like, 
I just want to talk to Jill, like get to know her more, hear how she, you know, uses her inner guiding light, her intuition, like in her business and her life. Cause like you said, there is no real line between them. Uh, that's just our energy and, and, you know, how we put it out there and all the things, but literally that's all it was. It was just like, I just want to talk to Jill. <laughs> that's how I answer felt too. I was like, oh yeah. Re record or don't sounds like fun yeah i'm yeah. glad we did <laughs> me too me I'm too glad we did uh, yeah that the inner guiding light when we get together and we purposefully and joyfully combine our thoughts and our hearts to make it brighter there's just no better way to spend your time than strengthening that inner guiding light yeah Ooh, man put that one on a wall in many places <laughs> right I hear you going on the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, having said that, yeah, please um, feel free to share anything just about whether it's how people can connect with you or just, um, you know, like a website for your jewelry, like anything that feels fun to just pass on to people if they want to know more. Yeah, sure thing. I am a nice world.com and it's easy to remember that I'm Jill at a nice world.com. And I like to do all kinds of ways of interacting with people. I mean, if they see something that resonates jewelry wise, of course, you know, that's kind of the easy, it's an easy first look, but I'd love to practice all types of law of attraction games. I like to do, I mean, I could go on and on. I read Joker cards. I read tarot cards. I have Chi Chi. I have Girl Scout badge reading. I have Loteria readings and I just do it for fun. So if anybody, you know, I do Skyview light astrology readings. That's all just for fun. And I can, we can have some fun. I've, I noticed that I'm just open to it in a way that brings neat, cool outcomes that are obviously always uplifting. So a nice world.com, Jill at a nice world.com. If you're interested in what's happening in Tucson, I'm Welcome Home Ventures on Instagram. And I'm a fire dancer. I'm poison, uh, poison fire dance. If you want to see me in the zone spinning fire, but mostly it's a niceworld.com or jill at a niceworld.com. Amazing. Well, thank you. Fun for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've seen the. I've seen the the fire, yeah, like you know the the fire dancing, which um, I saw live. Uh, I, it wasn't you that I saw live, but I saw that art form live in Kauai last year. Nothing cool. like it. And um, but I've no. seen pictures, and so having seen it in person, when I see your pictures, I'm just like, wow, like yeah, you can hear it form. and feel it. And when you're in that, talk about chasing a feeling. You just you're in the zone and you can be nowhere else. Yeah. You can be somewhere else, but it might not end well. <laughs> so mostly you're in the zone. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's all part of making my world nice. Yeah. And that's working for me. And I thank you so much for being a platform for where we can all share these stories and amplify each other, multiply this momentum. Mm. Well, my pleasure. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you again. And um, 
yeah you know like your you know the the links that you mentioned will be uh in the show notes of this episode uh so yeah just any like closing sentiment you just want to leave with people kind of like a a final uh piece of wisdom if you will well what you put out into the universe is coming right back mm. and isn't that a very nice thing mm. i love it <laughs> me too yeah thank well, you <laughs> yeah everyone this has been uh jill hofer and man what a uh, what a special opportunity so uh so Great. much gratitude and if this uh conversation has served you and you would like to pass it on there's a number of ways you can do that if it's just whether it's just a link or you know posting on social media a lot of different ways so if you did get value please feel free to share it and uh until next time this has been another episode of the restore yourself podcast and thank you again jill (laughs) 